Back for another week. You're tuned into Back to a Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here with the now relaxed Jake Eisenberg. The off-season is sweet. I love it. We're straight into it. Draft, free agency. Celtics are back. Don't don't you want to enjoy Cancun a little bit more first? (laughs) I got to get back in the gym. Let's go. Back in it. I like it. Yeah. That's Mamba mentality. (laughs) And that there, you're hearing along with us, is the new New Orleans superfan, Matt Beatty. I I got fingers in the pie in New Orleans. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. hanging out to see what Jalen Brunson's doing over in Dallas. So I'm 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 flying all over the country. Mm -hmm. Matt Beatty's a free agent too. Don't forget. I am. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a free agent every year. My this guy's played for more teams than LeBron. I'm I'm on the trading block. Just sign me, whatever. Like it's I'm ready to go. (laughs) Well, it's good to have you here, fellas. Because good news, we have. A rose gold moment mm, of the let's week go. for We're the back. first time in more than a month. Mm. Aussie Hoops is back on the map. Mm. This is our favorite and only segment for those that haven't heard before. Our Australian rose gold moment of the week where we celebrate everything Australian hoops. This week, no brainer, I feel. It's got to be Dyson Daniels getting picked number eight in the 2022 NBA draft to the New Orleans Pelicans. How good. This guy's going to be throwing lobs to Zion next year. Man, like you read all of the post-draft pieces, the Pelicans are the winners of the draft everywhere. Everybody loves the pick. We're not going to pretend like we're um, draft experts. but this G dude, League experts. Yeah, six foot six, six foot seven, long, athletic, do it all, fits perfectly with what the Pelicans need. Exactly. The Lonzo kind of replacement. Uh, just needs to get with the shooting coach down there, and we're good to go. Like this team, man. I got. I'm. I'm. I'm a Western Conference free agent. I'd say, and the Pelicans, <laughs> man, making a run. Yeah, they're they're leading the race for your signature. I mean, if you get, I mean, we're getting we're getting off season Zion picks, the biceps, mm. the lighting. He doesn't look um, unfit of late. He's glistening. Yeah, yeah. Don't it's got to be getting you excited, Matt. Yeah, I, I think, dude, I, the team with Zion, I'm very much top end talent, and if Zion can get on the on the court, then obviously we haven't seen him for a year. The Pelicans, even without him, and that that mm. McCollum trade back in the last year, they 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 made the play in, they made the playoffs. Like it was, there's good vibes, man, and and I'm happy for Dyson. I think this can be a, a good situation for him. It's it's good for for. For, for the NBA in an Australian context, I'm yeah, it's this is great news. Yeah. And like Jake was saying, all the all the reports leading into the draft was that Dyson Daniels was one of the top performers throughout all the pre draft workouts and combine and stuff. And he was rocketing up Scouts big boards. So maybe we still haven't we don't really know what he'll end up being like next year. We've only seen him in a G League setting. That's it. I, uh, it'll be interesting how the rotations sort of pan out and how much of a slice of that he can get because, like, obviously, I think they got a, a bit of a logjam in the backcourt. Like, it's the, between McCollum and what Devonte Graham and and Alvarado and like there's 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 a few dudes there. So it's like I don't know what that's going to look like and whether or not there's a, another trade further down the track. But I think Dyson Daniels can bring 
NBA level defense straight away, and then it's just what whatever he can do with the ball in hand and and on offense is that's going to be the sort of work in progress. But like I, I think physically he's got all the tools, mm. and and he'll be able to play from from day dot. It's just yeah, what opportunity he gets. Extremely exciting, and it. not only that, not only do we have such a clear rose gold winner this week, but we even have a runner up, oh. Luke Travers Ooh. from the Perth Wildcats has been drafted 56th overall by the Cleveland Cavaliers, which honestly is a pretty cool landing spot for him. This is a guy, great ball handler on the wing, great court vision, good defensively, weak shot so far. Hopefully that'll come along. But like Cavs are a team that love having multifaceted wings that they can throw out there onto various guys. He'll hopefully get a run in the summer league. If he does well, maybe we'll see him hang around next year. If not, hopefully we'll get him back in the NBL so we can go watch him and his glorious mullet in person. He's got, he's got like, he's got, I, the best case is like Delhi on the Cavs back in the, like Delhi went undrafted and basically got on that roster through summer league performance. And I mean, mm. at the time Cleveland were in that sort of post LeBron, like we're the worst team in the league kind of, like error so in that sense you could probably understand Delhi getting on as an undrafted guy and I mean the expectations are a little bit different this year I mean Cleveland were were they didn't make the playoffs but they're a play-in team weren't they and I mean Mobley is is shaping up to be a sort of cornerstone for a franchise and like hopefully they're going to build around that guy but I think it's a great spot for Travers and again similar thing if you can have a good summer league well who knows hopefully mm. yeah and like that's all we want for our Aussies right is to end up in good spots like yeah, yeah. And this is a perfect situation. Like, try and sneak yourself onto the back end of the roster, develop, whether it's here or even back overseas. Like, be part of a, a team that's building forwards. Yeah, OKC, yeah, yeah. Da- um, Pelicans, and Cavs. Just, like, um, even Mavs with Josh Green. Like, these guys that are in, like, yeah. positive spots that have, have futures ahead is all we can really ask for. Like, we might, we might get to him later. Like, we would have been a little bit more disappointed if the Kings would have drafted him. Mm. But um, much, much, much more disappointed. Yeah, I mean, even like even from a perspective of like, oh, it's great for the NBL. Like the NBL, what Usman Diang went was it mm-hmm. ten yep. or eleven? I can't remember who drafted him, but he he's going to OKC. He's going to OKC, away. yeah. There was, oh, that yeah, was, was that part of that a, Knicks kerfuffle in the middle yeah, of the draft? Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, that between that Travers and Hugo Besson, who went, I think mm. maybe the last pick of the draft to Milwaukee. Yes. Like it's, they, I, I don't know whether I think he's he'll be a similar sort of case of have a run in summer league and and we'll see what happens. But like, that, I mean, it's a good good result for the NBL to get two guys, uh, three guys, sorry, drafted this year. Mm. Oh, Not just that, fourth top twenty pick for Australia in the past four years. Oh, We've had Di- one in Dyson, each year. Yeah. Um, wow. It okay. was Tybal, then Josh Green, then Giddy, then Dyson Daniels, and the second top ten pick in as many years. So we're looking good. Yeah, fuck. I mean, in three top ten, like, obviously as well, right? Ben, Giddy, and Dyson. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look at us, huh? The look other, us the, the other one, weird one with the NBA, and I mean, it's it's there's not probably too much to discuss at the moment, but it's just sort of like it's interesting that Daniels took the G League route with G League Ignite rather than staying in the NBL or doing the NBL thing. And, I, I mean, the NBL thing with the next stars – it was this sort of concept that has become this much bigger thing. And obviously LaMelo and RJ Hampton and all this sort of stuff raised that profile. And I think part of bringing in the G, G League Ignite was to really sort of offer a, a, another option to sort of 
go against that and that obviously wasn't college as well where it's like a professional setting where guys are, are getting paid already and and in the past few years we've seen we've seen a few dudes on on nba rosters now that have come through that g league ignite system so it's it's interesting to see how that's developing as well because that absolutely has the potential to to take guys away from who otherwise might might try the nbl route mm. well hopefully there is only one G League Ignite team, so there's only so many spots to go around. Yeah, not yeah. enough to completely ruin what we've got going, but it's something to look out for. Like maybe we should be increasing how many players each team can pick. Mm. I think it, I think it's more. It's simply to do with the money, man. Like and, and like I think the money is relatively comparable. If anything, I think the profile in the NBL and maybe we're a little bit in the echo chamber here because we're obviously all living in Australia. But yeah. I think the profile here with the NBL is is huge. It's probably bigger. Like the G League is, you don't really get much buzz for G League. No, you don't. And that's I, I'm I'm saying that sitting here in Australia, but I'm sure even in America because everyone's paying attention to the NBA. So it's mm. it's only yeah. really the, the the hardcore that are really paying attention to that. So in that sense, maybe there's there's a, a slight edge still for the NBL in, in oh, that regard at least. Hundred percent. Like I and I I pay a little bit of attention to the college stuff as it goes, especially as the yeah. tournament comes up. And obviously the G League ignites not part of that at all. So like. Mm. When the tournament comes up, you know, oh, Chet's in, Paolo, yeah, yeah. Jaden Ivey, like these guys, you, you get to like get a quick look at them. But obviously the Ignite's not there. So um, the NBL, most definitely the chance to play in front of 20,000 people. Like you watch some of the tape for Dyson Daniels and stuff. Like there's no one at these games. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're rec gyms. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. It's exciting. The only other only other rose gold kind of worth mentioning, I would say as well. I think Boomers World Cup qualifiers is a game tomorrow. Very true. Which is it's all NBL guys. I think Delhi is actually the captain of that squad. I I don't even know their play. I mean, it's you'd expect them to 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 roll whoever they're playing. It's it's China and Japan. Oh man, Um, we haven't heard anything on Bainesy, have we? He's still injured. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think he's quite right. I think. The last we kind of heard, he was, he was. I don't know, obviously you'd, you'd expect him to say this, but he was kind of angling towards, I'm coming back to the NBA when I'm... Well, I know, sweating. yeah, I remember, yeah. but um, I thought like, yeah, I this th- would you know, be a good tune-up, but he's probably not ready yet. I think he's I think he's still in the rehab. But, yeah. I mean, that was so hectic. Yeah, horrific time. injury, man, yeah. terrible, yeah. But we do have those games to look forward to, and mm-hmm. they won't be chock full of our NBA budding superstars, but our local boys, it's a good opportunity. We get to see some of these guys, see who's going to fill out the team once the tournament rolls around. It's awesome. But chatting the draft and our Mm. boys getting drafted, let's kick into a bit of draft chat. What do you reckon, fellas? How, how, all in all, I I feel like to kick things off here, I feel like all in all, outside of maybe the Knicks, the lottery teams kind of uh-uh. did pretty good. Oh, and and uh-uh. we'll get to this. We'll get to this. <laughs> There's one other team that didn't do that great, <laughs> but for the most part, I'll say, yeah, a lot, a lot of fits filled, a lot of uh, needs filled. Yeah, there wasn't a lot, a lot of, of like, oh, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this person yeah. got drafted this many, this many spots ahead. Not as many trades as where man. Every fucking year, we get gassed up to th- to get. Yeah, yeah that many trades that are supposed to happen and we get one trade in the middle with the Knicks and the Campbell Walker and, and no one knows what's happening for like half an hour. And it's like, yeah, uh, Woj yeah. and Shams tweeted yeah. at the Tweet same off. time. Yeah. It was stuff. like, 
Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that was disappointing. And obviously the Celtics didn't have a pick until 53. So, like, I wasn't locked as locked in as I was um, with the knee, Smith. Oh, no, we didn't have one last year either. Um, yes, I haven't been locked in through the draft. Um, but, you know, JC, JD, Davison, I don't know, six foot three, super athlete. Um, but what could go wrong? I, I mean, I'm not expecting him to ever play a meaningful NBA minute, but um, <laughs> it doesn't sound like you, Jake. Surely, <laughs> you've, got a, surely you've got a 10 minute YouTube comp for me to watch of this guy just schooling everybody. That's what worried me. The, the video wasn't very long. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's a video of him like dunking all over Kessler Walker. What was that guy that got drafted relatively high? I don't know. He's one of the rim protectors in the draft. So there you go. Um, basically, he's a small Rob, you know, tiny. Okay. That's how. That's what we're selling it as as Celtics fans. But um, no, I, I, I going to the draft as someone that doesn't really follow it a lot. I was like, okay, Paolo, Chet, Jabari. I didn't really get what the buzz was with not picking Paolo at number one. I was like, okay, six foot 10 scorer, physical kind of freak. I was like, okay, well, that guy could play in the finals and play in the NBA I, for 15 years. I don't years. know. Like, I, I, I don't want to shit on Paolo because I, I, I agree that he's a top three guy. I can yeah. see him being one totally, but like, I, I think it's just more of a perspective of where you're at and what you're really looking to draft. And I think probably Orlando wanted someone who could help them win from day dot. And I think he will hopefully do mm. that for them. But I think like I look at Chet and I think that guy is the ceiling guy. And if you want to, if you want to pick the ceiling guy, then you, you reckon you, you pick him. I think so. Yeah. Very interesting. And like, I, like, cause the, the only thing with like the defense is the big question on, on Paolo, right? Yeah. Like if, but I want, yeah. And you just but, said, you, oh, you play him in the playoffs. You're the, the president of the Rudy Gobert can't hang in the playoffs because he can't defend anybody. And it's just sort of like, well, this is – that's the tricky thing with – like, because offensively, totally agree. Like, this guy yeah. could – you know, he's he can score the ball. You're right. Maybe the only question is is three-point range at NBA level. But even that, you know, I think he can Looks fine, that, yeah. And he'll get that. That's a, that's okay. It's just, you know, get, getting the defense down pat. Yeah, I, I feel know, like just... as well, Magic – can look at this from the perspective that they've got two centers that are both young on the roster and project in an ideal world to be defensive, to really good defensive centers. Are you talking you got about Mo Bamba Mo? and Wendell yeah. Carter Jr. <laughs> Well, and you can like, only play one of them. That's Wendell, one of them. sure. Like, what, like they're not going to. Paolo's going to play five, right? I thought he was. Like, I thought he was like playing a four. Play a four. Okay. I'm, I've pictured him like from what I the four games have I watched in the tournament. I'm like, okay, yep. this is like a big wing guy, and so I'm just like, okay, he'll figure out how to play defense. I don't know. I don't know Maybe if not. he will, man. I like. I think <laughs> how that's hard the can it be? <laughs> that's the hard one to try and learn. Like, how many guys are now out of the league because they they can't do that? They just like look at where's where's our boy Jahil Okafor at? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, but like. Maybe yeah, I'm just looking. Maybe I'm just looking worse. at Duke, big man that can't play defense. So I'm just like, oh, Jason Tatum. I'm, I'm getting. Well, yeah, but he's not a big man. He's like a wing. Like it's, it's different. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't want to sound super negative because ultimately I, I like him and I, I hope he turns. And this is good. Well. No, let's let's. I'm Team Paolo. Your team Chet and Josh's well, team I, Jabari. It sounds like I am. I, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely would have Josh picked is, him. Josh is one. completely out on Chet. I'm. I'm definitely. I'm more in for sure, but I can't believe you don't like the unicorn. 
Yeah, well, um, okay. Moving to number yeah. two, Chet getting picked. Chet Holmgren getting we picked got the, by OKC. We got a reverse Oreo for, with our boy Gideon, um, Chet, yeah. and then Shay, the big, the big three. Yeah. Well, I can see how, in theory, this could end up really sweet. And, like, you've got a tremendously multifaceted team of size. These are all big guys, not necessarily sh- strong, but big. But I... There's something I was saying off mic just before we started recording. There's something about Chet Holmgren that, without even looking at his game, I just cannot see this guy becoming the man. You know, like it, there's a lot of immaturity that exudes from him. He's I feel. 19 or 20. No, no, I know, I know, about? I know. But like, there's 19, 20 year olds in this draft that are like dead serious winners, and you can feel oh, it. Oh come on, fucking hell. Like, Bene- like you like know. Benedict Matherin, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. LeBron, who? Yeah, like, um, he's got to prove it to me. No, 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 no. that's disrespectful. I, I, I hope all the vets in the league dunk all over that guy. But Chet, I don't know. Too much swag. Too many rings. Too many chains. He's seven foot two oh, and one hundred. You're making me Bayless? like him. You, you're making him make me like him more now. Like, what is this? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But like. I don't know. I can see him getting bullied by, you know, big, big men. I, I, oh, yeah. like, I think the bigger picture there is like, I'm all in on OKC. Obviously watched a lot of OKC last year with Giddy and, and SGA. And like, I think he just fits that entire project and what they're trying to do and that timeline and Presti's hall of picks for the next decade. And like, he's the, the absolute profile pick for, for all of that context. So that's, no, I guess 100%. that's where I'm, I'm coming from. I, I, I do agree with you. Like, again, in an ideal world, I can see how this ends up being an incredible swing for the fences from OKC and they have this crazy team. I just don't believe in him. I don't, I don't know. Call me ever crazy. The, ever the pessimist. I'm like the basketball optimist with this. So everything else in my life, pessimist, pessimist, pessimist. <laughs> I, I, can, I can see, like, I just want this to be like the Sixers process that actually works. And yeah, like, I think, me too. Like, let's, I'm, I'm swinging for the fences here. Come on, Presti, let's do this. Oh, I, I think it was the perfect pick at the spot with Paolo gone. Um, what, do you, what do you think about, I saw a little Twitter buzz about, when are the Thunder going to start winning? They're going to try and tank again for Wembenyana. And I was like, they were in the playoffs like I'm... two years ago. Like, Yeah, they, what are you had, talking about? Like, they were, yeah, like they were in the playoffs consistently for a long time. This is only their second year in the tank. Again, look at the context the rest of the West is. And I mean, we were talking about the East before we started recording, but like even the West, the West can go down 10 or 11 teams. It's like, yeah, they're all kind of okay. I can see all of these being in the playoff mix. So, like at the moment, if I'm OKC, okay, I'm happy to kind of just sit out of that. I don't let me keep accruing these, these young, hopefully future players of the future that are going to be great players. Like, why would you not want to do that? And they do have a great system of Perfect developing system. guys yeah. while also tanking. Like this SGA, you're going to play this month, and Giddy, you're going to sit. But next month, Giddy, you're going to play, and SGA, you're going to sit. And I don't know. They all get their the ball in their hands for enough time. And and it's, they not all even, and... it's not even egregious tanking like the process was with the Sixers. Like this is oh, not... There were some games toward the end of the year where like I did not know a single Oh, yeah, but that's stuff. like that. You could have said that for half the league. Like I like it. Like the Sixers were trotting out teams from from day dot that were just like Michael Carter Williams triple double on debut. Like this guy's not even in the league anymore. Like what are we talking about? Like so it's I don't know. Like 
I don't know why I keep coming back to that process thing, but I, I just think that the Thunder coming off that poor George trade and, and their reset after the sort of KD Westbrook era, like this is, they're doing good things. And yeah, it's going to no, be a 100%. slow burn with them. It's still going to be a, a few years away, but I, I like the pick for them. The one thing I, I do trust in, which is not even Chet himself, but the fact that Sam Presti picked him with the second overall pick, and I trust Sam Presti, so we'll see. Bro, I just I'm keen for the giddy and chat like yes. Instagram, Twitter vibes. Yes. Like this is it's, I'm I'm about it. It's like the other guys. It's just it's like <laughs> Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's so good. And then yeah, wasn't Ter- oh no Terry Crews and um, uh, was it The Rock at the beginning of the movie? They dive into no, the no, it, it was The Rock and Samuel Jackson. That's right. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> Aim for the bushes. <laughs> um, anyway, moving anyway. to the third pick. Jabari Smith to the Rockets. Love this pick. And I'm, I'm loving the way the Rockets are building. I, I was saying off mic as well earlier that the Rockets won't be any good this coming year, but I reckon they'll be a bag of fun to watch. You got Jabari Smith flying up and down the court, same as... Uh, Jalen Green. Jalen Green, sorry. Um, Forgiven. Kevin Porter is a pretty good player for oh, all they gotta, get, they gotta get him out of there, man. Yeah. <laughs> and Shangun, like, there's talent on this team. Yeah. Jayshon Tate, come on. Jayshon Tate. Tate, yeah. No, I, I agree with you, Josh. Like, as much as I just, I'm Team Thunder here at the same time, I think the Rockets are doing, they're doing the right thing as well. As much as I, I was never a fan of, like, the whole teardown of, of that, that Harden era, Maury era, at the same time, obviously, they didn't win anything. And it Re- retrospect has made it look better. Yeah, but like, Ooh. I don't know, I, I, I still have the whole, like, Fertitta is a, not the ideal kind of guy that you want to be in charge. I feel like that guy is just not happy to pay. And like, at the moment, he doesn't have to worry about it because he's bottomed out and nope. his team is is right down there at the bottom. And, and that's sweet. But like, what happens if, if the, the rebuild is successful and in a couple of years, you need to pay some of these dudes? Like... Let's let's see what the decision making process is then. I suppose, but yeah, I mean, good pick. I like the pick. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw the the Rockets put in a four point line in their practice facility. Yeah. Like, this is going to be a nice. team, of, a team of gunners. Like, they're just going to yeah. launch I can't all wait. day long. I Except can't for Shingun, I think he shoots a little bit, but no, no, they can all yeah. gun and just leave him under the rim. And he's and just he going drop step, drop step, yeah, pump yeah. fake, pump fake, drop step, pump fake, two points. No, I'm keen. I, I think they're going to be like maybe electrifying is the word that I'm looking for here. They're going to be super athletic. Yeah, good super Twitter team. You sound like the Rockets. I don't think yeah. I watched that much Rockets last year, but like this is making me want to put them in my league <laughs> This is weird. I feel this is so off brand for me for Josh. I feel like the Magic and is a much more oh, it's Josh very team Josh. Oh, of course. Than the Rockets. I do like the Magic. <laughs> yeah, we know. We're just that's what I'm thinking. That like. Markel like Fultz more. and Wa- Franz Wagner <laughs> and all the hallmarks Wendell. of like a solid eight seed. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I do like the magic. I just, if I was the magic, I would have picked Jabari Smith. Like, I think Rockets have won here by getting what I would think is the top pick at third. So I guess you're your lowest on Chet and you would have had Jabari one and, and Paolo probably two, I guess. Uh, I actually oh, no, because if if the uh, Magic had drafted Jabari and all that was left was Chet and Paolo, I still would have wanted OKC to get 
yeah chet, the skilled yeah. guy i think contextually they were probably always gonna go chet but yeah 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 if that makes sense yeah totally. that's fine um but moving to number four where the which, draft really kicked yeah, off yeah oh my god it listeners from last week would know that backdoor cut has actually taken over the king's front office on this show attempted um and last episode, we were going through our draft big board, seeing how the draft night would go. We did pretty good to predict it, I feel. The top three, we said, were going to be off the board by the time we picked, and they were. I mean. And who are we going to go for? Keegan Murray or Jordan Ivey? Jaden Ivey, yeah. Jaden Ivey, sorry. Um, we, um, <sighs> we kicked the tires on Keegan Murray and decided, no, boring pick. He's not going to move the needle on the, on the Kings. Why would you pick Keegan Murray? You've got to go for Ivy, the guy who might end up being the best player in the draft, the highest upside. What do the Kings do? They draft Keegan Murray. Just, of course. Just trade back one spot. I know. I know. And you probably get something everyone and for your troubles. Everyone was trying to trade. Like the Knicks were desperately trying to get to Jaden Ivy. You could have gotten anyone. You could have gotten a fucking three first-round picks from the Knicks. To get to give them Jaden Ivey, and now we've got Keegan Murray, and which, I feel so bad for Keegan Murray. Yeah, because he's getting shit on by us as well. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like by all accounts, this is a guy that would have been great on a team that's already pretty good and could use a bit of like steady, strong rookie play. I'm pretty sure he was like a multi-year college guy. It's just not the fit. It's just not the team. What are the Kings meant to do? Inevitably, next season, when the core of De'Aaron Fox, Keegan Murray, and Sabonis doesn't actually get that far, then what? Like, they've just penciled themselves into this future with De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, where Murray is this complementary guy to them. There's no mess. guarantee that either of them are going to even... Uh, anyway, anyway. Brady, Vlade's fucked us again. Oh, bro. I... Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it must be so frustrating to be a Sacramento fan. I really... I don't Honestly, know. Honestly, I reckon they're approaching a point where like even diehard fans are going to oh, start thinking course. about, we've got to give, man, like, of course. jump off this train. It's, of I, course, I, and it, I it can't sucks, imagine, man. I can't imagine being a fan of this team. Oh. Um, Okay, so well, what's done is done. Now we have to decide what our next move is. They have their taxpayer, uh, a non-taxpayer mid-level, which is like ten million. Um, I give you, I'm giving you three options of who we should give it to, and you tell me what you think. Um, it's T.J. Warren, Malik Monk, or Kyle Anderson. Oh, God. That's why I think like there's a few people. I think that's like some solid. TJ Warren's got some upside. Um, Malik Monk upside and Kyle Anderson's just good. So, like, let's just get a good player in here. I I would pick Kyle Anderson. I know you would pick Kyle the, Anderson. The Kings are picking TJ Warren for sure. I, mean, I like TJ Warren for the Celtics, but... I... Given we're the Kings and I just want someone that can play basketball, I, I want... I give me Kyle Anderson in this yeah. scenario as well. I they, like. I don't think they will. And I, if I'm Kyle no. Anderson, I don't go there either because no. I'm no I want way. To sign for a contender. But no, I, I also, 
I'm just seeing the scenario where we give it to, to Warren or we give it to Monk and both of those guys just check out the moment they land in Sacramento. It and would be so Sacramento to draft Keegan Murray only to pay TJ Warren to play in his spot. <laughs> it would be so Sacramento. In fact, yeah. I can see it. All right. Well, let's let's hope it happens at this point. Cause <laughs> just so we can keep predicting we, what they we, do. We can go back. But, um, but that's it for the Kings. We tried. I would, yeah. 10 mil, let's get Kyle Anderson yeah. in. He can help Keegan Murray along. Make the best of a bad situation, eh? That's, that's all we can right, try Kyle, to Kyle Anderson would be good on the Celtics too, man. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. But just, we, we don't have the full 10 million to offer. So, like, if you're either the, the taxpayer mid-level, there's the 6.4. And if you're the non-taxpayer, you're at 10.2. And the right. Kings have the 10.2. Um, I don't know if Kyle Anderson's in, like, the ring-chasing part of his career or not yet so oh, he still wants one more bag before he yeah, yeah i don't know like I, he, he we'll could just stay at memphis miami could give it to him minnesota new orleans like there's a bunch of like there's teams a bunch that of actually have 10 that that could give it to him so um yeah well a team that didn't fuck things up on draft night who's actually maybe had the best off season in the nba pick number five the detroit pistons and they did take Ivy to pair with Cade Cunningham for maybe the coolest up-and-coming backcourt duo in the league. Dude, on a silver platter. Yeah. Silver platter. You just handed them, them like the most intriguing, exciting young duo going into next season. Yeah. Like, Fantastic for the Pistons. Is it too? Is it too early for us to just start a little bit of Detroit buzz? On I feel like we're in the entire no, time on this podcast, there's been absolutely no Pistons buzz. So I, I've tried. I, I've had a couple of Detroit <laughs> moments. They're not so yeah, bad. Oh, but... Always, there's they were they were legitimately solid in the second half of the season, like post All Star. Yeah, it, it was cool. Um, so why not? And especially now they've made the trade for Alec Burks and Noel. Sounds like you know could be posturing but sounds like they're going to keep them according to Woj. So like you've got some veteran players in there that can actually play like Noel at the five. Get some. I'm, I'm actually curious what they're going to do with Noel because I was actually going to say the second half of the Pistons amazing draft was this ridiculous mm. trade that the Knicks initiated where they essentially picked a lottery guy and gave it to Detroit just so they would take Kemba's salary. Um, but Detroit also picked up one of the more exciting big men prospects in the draft in Jalen Duran. Yep, everybody's so loving him. The Knicks, uh, sorry, the Pistons, having acquired Noel, have this somewhat logjam now where they've got Noel, Duran, and Isaiah Stewart, who was actually pretty bloody good last year. So they can't all play. Maybe no. maybe Detroit's not done wheeling and dealing. Maybe Noel will be on his way and they flip him for something else they can add to this young Oh, player. yeah. I think that there'd be some – you'd think there'd be some teams interested in Noel. Like he's only making 10 mil. I think there's a yeah, team, yeah. Option, team option. Like legit defensive center. He's good. Yeah. Um, or you, just, you, you can just play Noel – not not play Noel that much in this season and then um, – or maybe you flip Noel at the deadline. Uh, they're kind of doing an OKC right now. Except all of their trades are with the Knicks and taking all of their good assets, all of their assets. Yeah, um, OKC had the luxury of trading away a very good player for a haul, 
Whereas yeah. Detroit has just been nailing it. Well, they all know OKC taking on Horford for extra picks, and now that the the Pistons are like, yeah, we'll take Kemba on for Duran. We'll take uh, Burks and Noel for two second round picks. Um, I can and all. I mean, we can, and it's probably a good segue. All for the Knicks to do what exactly? Nothing. Well, no, not nothing to throw not the nothing, man. Come on now. To throw the to throw the the bag at the crown jewel of the Mavericks, oh, the, the second best player on the Western Conference finalists. Segway. <laughs> wow, I got you with that one. You didn't see it coming. <laughs> Smack me right in the face. We're of course Jake's of course talking of about Jalen uh, Brunson and his upcoming deal. Someone's going to sign him. It's obviously the hottest the free now. agent of the Jesus. summer. It's it is. Really, really bizarre that Leon Rose, Nick's president, off the back of the furor that he was receiving after the draft, put out a statement to explain himself. This, this is why we, it's all about sustainability. It's all about how we can build into the future. Dickhead traded two first <laughs> lottery picks before making this statement. But he explains that it's all about, you know, acquiring capital and we believe in our young core and we're going to develop them. And they did, to their credit, get a couple of first round picks extra in the next few years, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But like, what's the point? You just had two in the draft, nearly back to back, and you gave them away to what? Sign Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Who is a great player. I like Jalen Brunson, but Jalen Brunson isn't winning the Knicks the league. Beatty, how do we? You're as a resident Mavs fan. This obviously is going to be a blow to Mavs Nation. It's a huge blow. Yeah, it's like from the Mavs perspective, it's it's not. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, we'll see how the whole Christian Wood thing plays out, and like, I, I still kind of have a little bit of faith that Dinwiddie can maybe do a little bit more and, and fill some of that hole. But ultimately, the Mavs fell short last year because they they probably lacked. I don't know, at least one more guy, right? And now we're talking about removing one guy from that. So it's, you know, the load for Luca and the rest of those guys is just going to, you know, it's going to it's gonna be it's gonna be more because Brunson's not there anymore. But at the same time, yeah, Brunson's not really, I don't know if that's the guy, if you're a, a Knicks fan at the same time. Like, he, he will get the Knicks probably just shy of 20 points and five to six assists. I, like, nights. do you think that there is a universe where he, I mean, remember what was it, Randall's first year in New York, yeah. or where he is like, I guess the backcourt, the guard version of that, where he might, like numbers wise, he might actually, obviously you would expect to increase if he's a starting point guard and his usage is, 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 is increased. But at the same time, like how much of it affects winning? That's probably the, the bigger yeah, question. And like, yeah, so there was a quote that came out from Chris Haynes today. I've talked to people in his circle, his being Jalen Brunson, who think he has another level to reach that he couldn't reach with Dallas because he played with the most ball-dominant player in the league. Okay, I get where he's where that's coming from. But, this better be a high level, you know? But, like, yes, that's true. But Luca also has one, like some of the most gravity in the entire league. It's like Steph and Luca's in that next tier of, I mean, how many... Double teams is yeah. is Luca getting, and how many scrambled defenses was Jalen Brunson getting to to attack? Yeah. And I looked at like the the usage numbers. Jalen Brunson's usage was twenty seven point four percent in the playoffs, like pretty high, higher than yeah. Jalen Brown, Anthony Edwards, Andrew Holiday. Like, 
how much higher is it going to be in New York? And so what are you going to, you're going to get like, yeah, 20 points is probably what you're expecting. And you're going to pay this guy 30 mil. Honestly, Mavs, do the Knicks dirty, sign Derrick Rose, problem solved. <laughs> but at the Honestly, same time, like what, what the Mavs need of this guard, Derrick Rose can give them. It doesn't have to be Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I think I might have said this last podcast too. But like the Knicks, a hundred million for Jalen Brunson. That's this no, is crazy. No, hundred ten million. It looks crazy like. town. Crazy but town. Like, I almost, I almost think so. The the, the Mavs reported offer is twenty two million. Again, hilarious that all this is happening before the free agency thing starts. Um, yeah. So twenty two per versus thirty million per. I actually like it way more for the Mavs to pay that than the Knicks because, like, what does it do for the Knicks? As we said, like, okay, they've got Randall, RJ, and Brunson. Awesome. There's an eighth seed in the East. Well, at best. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't get like, it. I would have much rather have two lottery picks from this year's first round, both of which look really intriguing. I just, just I don't a, get it at all. Another example of like a team just trying to like skip steps. Like, yeah. and, it's, and it's a classic New York. Like one good year and all the, like they they just throw the bag at Randall and now they're going to do this and they're going to – like, what are the odds that this ends up being one of those situations? Like, oh, well, good luck. It's a, it's a new Tobias Harris. Obviously, he's making more. But, like, this guy's going to be making more than Jalen Brown. It's like, okay. You just said it. <laughs> I wouldn't be paying him more than Jalen Brown gets paid. That's for yeah. sure. And obviously, I mean, it comes through years later, like, the cap's up and yada, yada, yada. But Like, I, I obviously, from Brunson's perspective, like, Oh yeah, go get paid. You can paid, totally understand that he wants to get paid. I guess it's, yeah. it's it's really that 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 balance between well, do I want to be in a situation where I'm potentially competing for a championship, which I think you know you, you're you're a lot closer in Dallas, or, or do, do just, I want a hundred mil? Wanna, do I want to maximize my value right now because I'm I'm still young and and I've got maybe two or three big contracts in me. So this is let's yeah. let's make it as big as possible. Well, this could be like. You know, so he's 25, he's, he's young, so he does, I can, from that perspective, could have another level to get to still, but yeah. by the time this contract ends, he's going to be 29. So whatever he turns into is going to be whatever he turns into for his next contract. So this could yeah. be his biggest one. Yeah. So get it from that perspective. But then it's like, okay, he's 25, he's young-ish, um, young enough to still get better, but he's 6'1". Ah, oh, man, it's just like, I, it's a classic fucking Knicks, man. I don't know. I don't know. I agree. I like from that the so. from the perspective of Dallas, though, like you got to let him walk if someone's going crazy like that. And I again, <laughs> it hurts. Though. It hurts, but I do not think he's irreplaceable. I think Dallas can, as long as Luca's on that team, you yeah. can fit a whole number of guys with a very specific skill in that point guard spot, and they'll do just fine. And yeah. mind you, I don't know if you fellas been seeing Luca play for Slovenia the past couple of days, but he is looking shredded. Well, I was going to say, talk about uh, Zion's biceps. We're t- we're, Luca, we're seeing some... Yeah, man. He has worked on his conditioning big time. Well, we'll see, I think see, we're going to have a whole different Luca next year. I think yeah. it's just... that's the, Maybe that's the strategy for him. Just don't stop playing. He just needs to continue yeah. to yeah. play yeah. year-round. And If I you stop, know, big problem. He well, can he drink as many Olympics. beers as he wants. Yeah, it's true. That's why I, I guess, never understood. How did I guess you get he, out of shape? I guess he just went... After that two weeks, he just went he ham. Went yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened there, but like he came back a bit chubby. And Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Well, so like, I mean, yeah, obviously. But I mean, this has been something that I've wondered and you, you know, 
are people going to want to play with Luca, like with this style? Like, hell yeah, man, they might win. I think yeah, so. I do, think it's a, you, I think it's a particular mm-hmm. kind of guy that doesn't want to. And and I think if if all the reports coming out of Jalen Brunson camp is 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 correct, well then that's the kind of guy. That's the guy that's looking out for. You know, he wants to be the guy, and that's fair I, enough. There's there's thirty teams in the league. You go find a situation where you're the guy. That's sweet. I'm but, just saying uh, we're, yeah. we're starting the we're starting the clock. People don't want to play with Luca. I don't is think this, that's is true, this a thing? man. Is this I, a nah, thing? I don't think so. Am I, I think it's uh, like I think it's a very like I, I mean that was the thing that people used to level it at Harden back in the day. And that's like, what I'm thinking. Even to an, like Harden got to a he was one game away from making the finals. Like that was oh, a, like oh, they nearly won. Like it's I I get it from a stylistic point of view, but even then I don't really like Brunson was awesome this year, and I thought like I mean you just said his usage was obviously yes, second I, highest on the team. Like the the way that they play, it, it kind of if anything, it, it really for me, I, I would go back to that sort of Kyrie and LeBron Cavs where it was just like it's your turn, it's my turn, and it's like mm. that. What's wrong with that, man? That's good. And then when you consider that you've got the guy pulling all the gravity, as you mentioned, on the other side of the court over there, that's more space for me to do what I need to do. So like, mm. I think that's a good situation for him to be in. I think that system can work with Dallas, but. It needs to be a better player than Jalen Brunson. Well, I think it's just you need maybe another you need a, a, another guy. That's where the contribution from a Dinwiddie helps. But then you probably need another guy again. That's Christian anyway. Wood. They got him. Yeah, yeah. I, well, like, yeah so it's 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 kind of a it's a team thing then, I suppose. Yeah. You just want to go for like if you're the man, right? You just made the Western Conference Finals and now you're losing your second best player. Obviously, you're hoping Christian Wood fills that hole. But I, as a Mavs fan, I would just be fuck okay that would have been a really sick big like big three quotation christian wood brunson and luca offensively but um i can understand like i feel like there is a bit of negativity amongst mavs fans and i think a lot of it stems from cuban and and even the sort of dismantling of that team you know Mm. over a decade ago now championship team and it it all kind of comes down to the guy doesn't want to pay and like i understand that but at the same time like it's I, I tend to lean to more towards more. You've got Luca, and then you you don't break the bank outside of that, and you just try and make it work with what's available. And I, I think mm-hmm. there'll be guys, again there'll be guys on the the sort of the the trade deadline market, the the buyout market again. Obviously, they're not going to be super needle movers, but like you've already got the you've got that guy already. It's just what you can do on the fringe. I yeah. think Luca is that good. Oh yeah, I, I do I too. Think, I think yeah. he's that good. I think I've. But that, I don't care how good you are. Like you, you need you need help. And yeah, yeah, I know. But like this is this is what I'm saying. I think the supporting cast they've put around Luca fits him well. He's going to improve. The what Brunson was bringing in the playoffs was this penetrator that when Luca pulls everyone away, he could attack. And I just don't think Brunson's the only guy available that I think can do that. The only other awkward thing for them, I think their cap situation is actually pretty terrible. And I think they're yes. they're over the cap even if Brunson walks for nothing. So it's it's it, that the flexibility there is gonna be the issue and Well that's why I'm yeah. like if if they're you gonna pay, pay thirty and you're at twenty two what's another eight mil like, just do it. Yeah. I get you. I don't know. I get you. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I would be thinking if I was a Mavs fan. Like, just yeah. fucking pay it. But, yeah. But maybe I'm you have sure to go over are. that. Maybe it's like the Knicks are offering 30. You have to pay me 32 in order to keep me. 
Like yeah. I'm if it, if it's a time still going Knicks, maybe it's like something like I'm that. scared there as well. Like say if you're Dallas and you do that and you pay him and he signs and it, like that's a even further down the line if if it doesn't really pan out how you want it to, that's a tough yeah. contract to trade. Like that's a very difficult contract mm. to move. So I don't know. It's it's it's, yeah. it's going to be an interesting next couple of days in 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 Mavs headquarters and what they decide to do. Yeah. And by not doing it, obviously you like you've got Dimwitty and Bertans, but like you you don't have that giant thing there that can kind of handicap you and yeah. it would all, all that stuff would come up earlier than yeah. signing Bonson to a fresh four-year contract. So yeah, I'm with it. I'm with yeah. it. Let him walk. See you yeah. later, Jalen. Fair enough. We'll yeah. see how it pans out. Mate, Goran Dragic's going to sign on the veteran minimum. Oh, he's definitely. And and he's going to come back to like 2020 bubble Dragic. And... My point exactly. My point <laughs> he exactly. He good in the net series at points. Yeah, he did. He's That's buckets. my point exactly. Go get Dragic. You'll save $100 million. And then you're free to go get some other help that will inevitably cross, arise. I already have to cross Dragic off my I like it. I it. like it, Josh. Anyway, there's probably one other big free agency happening that's occurred in the past week that we definitely need to discuss. Um, Jake, you called it like clockwork. <laughs> Kyrie, he plays this game like no one else. But And by this game, I don't mean basketball. I mean this game we called the off-season. I thought you were going to say life. <laughs> yeah, well, he does play this game called life a little bit different to everyone else. By I his mean- own admission the other day. I mean, I should just quote the man himself, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, go for, it. go for it. Normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. <laughs> A11 even. Well, I'm glad that we, that we, have, <laughs> that we have people like this. Because what will we do without people like this in the world? Like the bravery, the courage, uh, the leadership, uh, the innovation, creativity, the the willingness to be different, to opt in and accept $37 million to play basketball in New York. I mean... Brave man. There's, there's nothing. He's literally... He's opted in to play for them. What is different about this? I have no idea what's happening. How? I don't know. That's so funny. This is his best work. There's no question. <laughs> you reckon? It's pretty good. It's it's up there with Boston, if you all have me. Oh, Jesus. But that was just a lie, I guess. You know, this wasn't, this wasn't like the like as far as his philosophical happenings, like the puppets. I love like um, he was on below Barstool Sports, you know, talking about um, with the Joker meme, him walking away from the blowing up building. Just to correct you, that's NBA champion and NBA gold medalist. Well, you didn't actually correct anything. All of this is still true. Far out. Well, but they're back. How how deep do we look into this? Because there was rumblings before his tweet that he opted in that the Nets and Kyrie were at an impasse and that he may not be with the team any longer and that Kevin Durant might then demand out and blah, blah. Nets, disaster scenes, really, because it means they would be left with Ben Simmons and no picks because they (laughs) traded them all away to build this team. They could be in the same spot they were from the Kevin Garnett trade. So close. So close. Still still a possibility. now, Now you can just trade Kyrie Irving Straight up, you like, can as opposed to doing a sign and trade, uh, but then that's why the sign and trade you get him to a longer contract, yada yeah. yada yada. But no one wanted to sign and trade him for him outside of the Lakers, and all they could offer was Russell Westbrook, and even yeah. the Nets weren't that desperate. Yeah. So, <laughs> has Kyrie like is he trying to? Did he play the Nets? Was he playing the Lakers? Like, 
Was he playing himself? I don't think he played. I think he was genuinely just testing the market to see what the, the vibe was for him out there. And, and like, I just think it's more the fact that no team that he wanted to go to was in a situation to be able to, to offer him what he wanted or what, what, he, it... was, what he deserves. Because obviously, you know, obviously, like, taking him face value and what he can do as a basketball player is fantastic player yeah but like, obviously like really he's not going to take whatever the like what was the lakers like six mil like yeah. whatever mid-level whatever that like he's not gonna he's not Come that on. player like that's not i don't even think that that's fair for the nba to to register a contract at that at that but completely different discussion but like yeah like it it's like like you said the lakers couldn't do anything i don't i don't think that's the kind of guy that the clippers would have I think that were the two teams really that were sort of linked, and then well, the Knicks. No, that was like his his list. His apparently. list of teams, yeah. Like yeah. okay, uh, cool. And he included teams that couldn't attain him. Couldn't obviously. really. It's like okay, <laughs> we're gonna give up all of our good players. Well, I mean, six mil might be fair considering on how many games he's gonna play. This yeah. is true. Like, what guarantee is there? Does does Brooklyn still have this vaccine mandate? No, no, no that's all now. good now. Yeah, yeah. that's done. all good. He can yeah. play. Well, I mean, who knows. I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a guy who hasn't got close to 82 games in a season his entire career. Not that, yeah. again, 82 and regular season, blah, 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 meaningless, whatever. But, like, it's still, like, the guy gets injured every year. So, it's yeah. it's you, you have to sort of consider that as well. Played 12 minutes in college as well, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, 12 minutes, like uh, 11 games. Oh, wasn't, sorry, 12 games. 12 games. 11 minutes. It wasn't a very, minutes. yeah, yeah. I, oh, like, I don't know, man. Like, I... I, I'm still kind of glass half full with this Nets thing, and I want it to. Work oh, he's out. back on the pipe, fellas. Well, like, it's hard not to be glass <laughs> half full when they have Kyrie and Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons and, and like, shooters, there's, there's a team. There's a we, team. Well, that's, oh, Joe that's Harris is going to be back. Seth Curry, Bruce there's Brown, they're going to re-sign him. Patty's it's picking just, up his options. Patty Mills, we got shooters, go. got shooters Claxton, everywhere. another year. <laughs> Oh, but I, we man. we know we know that to win a championship you have to be a cohesive team. You have to be a team. Chemistry matters. I don't know if this got, team or this collection of individuals you've got two fucking is enough cases. of a team. This is the, this is the no chemistry all stars. This team, yeah, like, dude. Yeah. This, yeah, like no game plan, paper. no nothing. It's just not even not even Patty Mills, the champion of yeah. vibes. He can, tried can bring this together. Yeah. It this, was looking all right there for a little while before Kyrie gonna, came back. This team is going to be so fucking good on 2K. Like, yes, like, yeah, yeah. like Durant, pa- like Kyrie, Ben, Joe Harris, and Claxton. Like, you got shooting, you got a little bit of defense. Man, these guys on paper are, are legit. But come playoff time, Ben Simmons is like my number one draft pick as an opposing team that I want on the other side. And Kyrie Irving got abused against the Celtics and faded in every game outside of game one. Like, okay. I just, uh, yeah, like for this to work, you need the best Kyrie and the best KD and you'll probably get the best KD, but there is absolutely no guarantee you'll get the best Kyrie on any given night or that you'll even get Kyrie on any given night. And you're certainly not getting the best Ben every given night. So I just, I don't know. I don't know. Look, I, be, better than blowing it up, I suppose. Oh no, this is this, this is better <laughs> than been. whatever the situation was <laughs> yeah. about to become. Could have been much, much worse. Yeah, yeah, and you know, this is best for me. Like I was in a pretty, I was in a weak place when there was Durant for Jalen, 
buzz on Twitter. I was I had a moment of weakness where I said, I "Wait, wait, wait, wait!" You, you, oh right, you considered it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you I said had, on I the looked, pod last last week, didn't you? Well, I I was like, we're gonna get him without giving up Jalen. Yeah, you do. yeah, well. And then I and then I was like, fuck! I had a moment of weakness <laughs> where I said I would do it. That's not uh, that's not weak. This is Kevin Durant you're talking about. I know, but I think it's the wrong de- wrong decision. But anyway, thankfully we don't have to go down that rabbit yeah, hole. Hypothetical. Um, look, there's there was a little bit more. There was people handing out some sixes stuff on street corners as well the last couple of days. Uh, we can we can go into them after free agency, um, and we could do the pod next week. But um, there's you guys aren't as in on the sixes as some of the other people are. Doesn't seem. No, not at all. I'm off. I think I've had enough. I, there's only so many times you can uh, come back before you just you, if, if you finally I, learn your lesson. If we came back in next year, still, I think they might turn it, then kill us. Like, I don't know, man. We've, we've, we've got to plead insanity. Let's see what happens after after free agency. With like when we come back next week and we've had a few days, you know, they've got PJ Tucker signed and they've got another move. Bible they've flipped for fucking someone and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I huh? like I truly I kind of think like a lot of it for me was Ben as well and him not being there now. Like obviously, again, we haven't seen Ben play in over a year. So who knows what that guy even looks like at this point. But I a lot of my interest sort of like I transferred to Brooklyn when the trade happened. So like I obviously I still like Joel and I think that guy is a freak and and, you know, you could be one of the best players in the world, but it's just like the rest of that situation is just not tailor-made for him. And, and I, I don't know if he's going to be good enough to, to, to do it in spite of that. I'm not a I, Harden fans. Yeah. Uh, no, heavens no. I'm a Joel Embiid fan. I think he's amazing. But I feel like Philly, the organization, has just broken this guy's will. I don't know if he'll come back next year and he'll, like, look dominant again. Who's this, but, Embiid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I just don't... I don't know if he can... I reckon there's an extra level of Embiid that we're not going to see as long as he's on Philly just because it sucks the soul out of him. I reckon if you plucked Embiid and you dropped him on the heat, just hypothetically, I think something in that organisation would unleash this guy. Oh, I don't disagree with you. I don't but I don't think that he is I think he is one of the most popular athletes in Philadelphia across the four sports. Like he is Yeah, yeah, he's sure. a beacon. Like I don't think I wouldn't say that he is like a lot he, there's a disconnect between him and that team. No, like, no. I think that hasn't happened yet, but I, I think it, it 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 could and if if next season doesn't pan out how they hope, then yeah, absolutely maybe we re- revisit this, but I I I still think he very much wants to win and he wants to win in Philly. Oh, I yeah, think but... he. I think he. He thinks he wants to win in Philly, but he no, just I think wants he does, to win. But it, it's hard in Philly, apparently. It um, is. Well, this front office is making it bloody hard for him. Every look, time Ma- something's going the right way, they fuck it up. Maury's been pretty good this off season so far. Melton and Tucker would be pretty good additions. Oh, wow, you've really such... changed your tune on the Melton stuff. Oh yeah, I was. I feel I like was, um, draft. Was it draft night? Yeah, draft day. Boys were I both was, yeah, off no, it. Like I yeah, was yeah, off it. Bit, and there? I'm the as the honorary president of the D'Anthony Melton fan club. I'm off this move so hard. Why? D'Anthony because Mel- like it's fine. It's I think fine, it's, yeah. but I don't understand. Like what? And they gave away a pick to attain him. I don't get. They're trying to win. Yeah, but I I just. <laughs> 
as someone that's watched a lot of D'Anthony Melton, I don't think he's going to. Well, I mean, he's going to do needle. better than broken Danny Green, who's not even going to play. Like, yeah, what are we talking about? They need ball yes. handlers. They need, like. I, I think it's it's totally fine. Like it, it it's it, it can't really go that badly, and it's only it only has the potential to be good, if if anything. You know, it's it's a it's a good. I I, I was more laughing at it, I guess. Um, you know, Jeremy Grant got moved for a first. Obviously, they went into a trade exception. Christian Wood. I know. I just thought that maybe there was some higher upside players that they could have got. Hundred percent, right? Pick. Yeah. But mm. it's it's a good move, and I think as well. Just because I know that they're trying to win titles, I don't know. I just, I just don't, I just, just don't see it still. And so, watching everybody get excited about it was like, yeah, cool. D'Anthony Melton's if, not. If it yeah, was for like, a, a way smaller giveaway, I would be all for it. You oh, know? First round great. Pick's pretty... But first round pick for D'Anthony oh. Melton. Yeah, but like, you, you, how old is Embiid? Like 28, 29? Like, yeah, 29, yeah. What's your first round pick in yeah, no. two years or whatever going to help you with that? It's not going to help you at all. Yeah, like they struck gold with Maxi. That fucking that's so unlikely that you hit on a pick in that spot. Yeah, at, at that of a player that good. That could, and even yeah. for Maxi, it took him till his second year to, to really to get it. Yeah, for get, to get out of the way. Although he did show signs in his first year, but oh, like signs, yeah. Thibault, they drafted. I don't know if he's going to hang around, but they drafted him. Like they have had success in the draft getting players that fit them. I, I found honestly, I just found it bizarre. I don't think mm. it'll go well. I don't, I can't see Melton I think saving the day. Like, I don't see. Well, yeah. I, I, to me, it's just a fringe move. Like it's not. It's fine. Like I, I just. I think it's fine. Like I look at look at what Derek White did for Boston this year. Like that. It could be that yeah. as a best case scenario. But Boston didn't give up a first round pick to get him. Yeah, we did. We yeah. gave up a first round pick and a pick swap. Did you? Yeah. Okay. And Josh Richardson. This and really the finals, they, they were yeah. a game away from a game seven against the this Warriors. Like different situations, but like I, I thought it was fine on the day, and I, I don't really feel any Derek different White's now. Yeah. Derek White is much better, but yeah, no, I, I like Milton. I just think it, yeah, I think yeah, I'm in the middle probably, but um, I'm, I mean, Philly as a whole, like I'm just done. I want Doc to not be <laughs> there anymore. I want Joel to be traded. So like, I want to start the drums on the Joel's unhappy and he wants to be traded. Like, I yes. just want that to happen now. Now oh, we're that, talking. That's what's yeah. that's what's coming if if like they have a bad start about yeah, or, and if they or whenever they get bounced. If like, we're at Christmas and they look shaky. I yeah. like, come on, let's let Twitter, let's do something. Let's just start yeah. some noise. Cause like he put him in a Toronto uniform, put him in a heat uniform. As you said, Joe, put him anywhere. Just I'm done. It'll, with his I, it'll be the playoffs. Like this regular season, they're going to coast. Joel MB is going to get his Harden will get some sort of numbers. Maxi will improve. You know, there's enough there. They'll be fine. They'll be but, good. They're going to be good. No yeah, question. they'll be good. But in the playoffs, we'll see. I, I predict, you can call it back to this episode next year, it'll be the exact same thing again. Nothing will be different. I think that's the most likely result, no yeah. question. Yeah, it'll be exactly the same. They'll flame out. We'll be like, that was shit. Let's blow this up. <laughs> I, I mean, even just the East itself, like we were talk- we've been talking about this for a while. Like The East is just better now. Like It's like, I don't think that, the- I mean, two years ago, they were a one seed. And like they're they're further away from that now than than at any other point during this whole sort of process run. Yeah. So it's just like, I I mean it's don't get me wrong. I think the the challenges for them are, are difficult, but I just I don't think that 
I just don't like. I just I don't want to back them to be able to overcome that. I I think that there's better teams in the East and and they're going backwards. I agree. No question. Who'd have thought that the team that lands James Harden goes backwards? <sighs> yeah, well, yeah, it's tough. Here we are. The Warriors are champs again. It's just a oh. mate. When when Steve Nash just gets this thing out of Ben and like he's just running around playing the best being a depoy and Kyrie's locked in and KD's forty <laughs> a game. Oh mate, I'm 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 here for it. It's gonna Philly be huge. Who? I am I am keen. Like all jokes aside, I'm keen for a genuinely competitive Nets next year, not one that's like constantly oh do we have a team this week? Like is this guy gonna play? Are we gonna trade him? I'm, I'm keen for just a year of hopefully somewhat normalcy. Aren't we all, big assumptions, man. Anyway, fellas, that's kind of all I've got to talk about this week. Any yeah, look, we thoughts? want to do some DeJounte. There was a DeJounte. Oh, yeah, stuff, true, true. Which has come out of nowhere, it feels like. All of a sudden he was available and... What is Pop doing? Like, he's well, up to something. This is the bizarre thing because... None of it's come from DeJounte Murray's camp. It's come from the Spurs. So I don't know what they're, what's going on in San Antonio that the Spurs would consider trading. What it, what it feels like is like the Hawks acquired and the Spurs were like, yeah, for a shitload. And the Hawks are like, yeah, okay, maybe we'll consider a shitload. Like I love DeJounte Murray, but three first-round picks, pick swaps. And John Collins. I don't, I don't know if that would be part of it. I think it sounds like it's gonna be, it would be Gallo. I heard John Collins, or not I heard, I read, yeah. John Collins was the centerpiece of all this and the Spurs well, really wanted him. Like if, but no, but that. But what's the point of trading DeJounte for John Collins then? I don't that's that's, that's what I was thinking. That's not very Spurs. Well, that's why it makes more sense. You, you, you bring in Gallo, you let him go, and you get all these picks and you go full rebuild. Mm. But like DeJounte is 25, like, you can hang on to him. You don't need to just. I know. That, yeah. And also, chances are, you are. Are you mortgaging your future for DeJounte Murray? Like, is he that good? He is bloody good. Yeah, he's bloody I, good. I, I think he's good. I, I don't know if but I like, would want to do. I don't know if I'd want to pull the trigger on this trade. And maybe that's why we're in this comfy situation as co GMs of the Kings where we don't even. <laughs> you know, we're, we're so Nothing far, matters. We're, yeah, it doesn't matter anyway, whatever. But like. <laughs> The Kings, like, maybe you'd think about it, but like, oh no, definitely not. I'm trying to blow it up the other way, but like, and and then and then the Celtics have been not rumored, but Celtics Twitter is freaking out about getting Dejounte Murray in there because that's like the missing piece. But I'm like, Dejounte Murray is better better than Marcus Smart, sure, but how much better is Dejounte Murray than than Smart? Like, I don't. I think he, he's, he's bloody good. He's bloody. I, good. I, I think the thing is, he's and better. Ultimately, but you wouldn't not, want to pay the price, and that's that's fair enough. You're not, yeah. Like I yeah. just don't. I don't think yeah. he's like. Oh, is he your Drew Holiday piece? Honestly, honestly, if Dejounte Murray, know. if he fixed his three point shot to the okay, point well, that, of like, come on, it's actual, a bit late for that now. No, it's not. It's it's he's steadily. 25. Yeah, but he missed a, a year and a half with an ACL injury. He only really came back this year and last year you can part of last year while you're rehabbing and it's and it's improving his shooting is improving so it's not done yet it's still getting there but if it ever gets to a point where it's like actually a reliable weapon there are few point guards in the league i would take over him 
Yeah, um, I think the contract situation, like he's got a good contract, great contract for a team. Like I think that from that perspective alone, like I can understand there being a bit of interest, a bit of buzz around the league. It's the guy who was an all-star last year. Like I, it, it ticks all those sorts of boxes, but it's just, yeah, it's just what whether or not a team is willing to stump up to pay that. And like certainly in the Boston context, I don't think they would be. And then it's just, you know, what does it look like for Atlanta? Like does that, is that, does that really fit? move? Does it really move the needle for them if you got a backcourt of Trey and 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 Dejounte? Like, yeah, that would maybe. be a pretty sweet backcourt. Like, It'd be interesting. It's like, but like it's the other one. What, like the Trey, other one that, oh yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, just Trey has massive usage. It's a weird. That's like, okay. Dejounte is used to it. Like Not this really. year, this year he got like nearly twenty points, nine assists, nine rebounds, yeah, something he like had, that. He got to have the ball. He got to have the ball, but like in previous years, he was still pretty effective with 10 points and a few rebounds and assists. Like he doesn't need the ball. Effective? And what are we talking about? I mean, like they fucking made the, the play in. Like, Because I mean, the rest of the team sucks. I know the team wasn't that good, but like... I, I'm, I'm telling you, DeJounte is one of those Spurs guys where like Derek White, if you just plucked him out and put him on a team where he has a functional basketball player role rather than this weird Spurs only role, he would explode. Like, I have no doubt. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, Joe. I, I, I don't know about explode, but I just think he would look good anywhere. And it's, yeah. it's just what team is willing to to, to stump up if, if this is even true in the first, like, you know, because the asking I, price is a lot yeah. for me. I'm, I'm kind of on the side that nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I, ultimately, we'll I think just, so too, yeah. yeah. I just I, and I, I don't like the position I'm in because I feel because I love Dejounte Murray as well, but I just feel like this is got, this is too much. It's too far. Like what people think that Dejounte Murray is like, he's not. He, he was an all star as a reserve this year. Like you know, like I. But it's hard to be an all star in San Antonio, man. Like it's hard to showcase yourself. Like they don't even really let you Trey do your Young own thing. You have to be twenty this, games. Like, sorry. Trey Young made the All-Star game making like 20, like 20 games. Yeah, but they gave the ball to Trey Young and they said, flamethrower, go nuts, do yeah. whatever you want. And he's allowed to go do that. Spurs, they don't let you do that. you got to keep within the flow of everything and the offense ticking over and blah, blah, blah. That's why I'm so impressed with him because he can only attack when the perfect opportunity is there and he's getting bloody good at finding it. And I think next year he'll have another jump again. If I'm not, I'm not saying he's worth... I don't know if anyone's worth a bunch of picks and a young star and blah, 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 blah. But where, if, if, if he lands on another team, I expect him to do very well and that team to be very thankful that they got him. You have swayed me a little bit here. Um, but, yeah, nah, the Celtic stuff. I was just going to war today, you know, on Twitter. Well, was there a bit of a yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth? I just, I just, I think the gap between Dejounte Murray and Marcus Smart's much smaller than you think. I don't know. Oh, I, I actually agree with you there, but I think Marcus Smart is much better than people give him credit for. He's just careless with the ball. Yeah, sure. Uh, and I think Dejounte Murray is also much better than people give him credit for. I, mean, I just think they're sleeping on him. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I agree with you, Jay. I don't think it moves the needle for the Celtics. So I, ultimately, I wouldn't do it for them. It's just more like, you know, why is some of the like, the, the other one on those Zach Lowe that we're talking about was Minnesota, and like, what would that look look like? Ooh, and I is like that, that the right answer for them? Because like, obviously, I, I don't think any of us are 
super like horny for for D'Angelo no. at different levels, but like what what move for them is going to hopefully make them take that next step and may, maybe for them that's the move. Yes, right? like I yeah. do an Anthony Edwards Dejounte cat trio. That's pretty naughty. Except I think Spurs would like try and get cat worked into that well, then, deal then, somehow. Then yeah, then it defeats the purpose of the. They're deal, certainly not going to take D'Lo. Well, no, it would be the picks. It would be the pick stuff, and that's and that's yeah. like we're doing this because we want to go full hard set re- yeah. rebuild for Wembenyana, which is also like it's just so unspursian for again mm. our entire life. Like, what obviously the the year that they they sucked and they drafted Tim Duncan, well, that kind of worked out for him. But like mm. outside of that, it's just we just don't see the Spurs tearing it go down like it, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a tricky one. We'll, we'll have see, to see, fellas. I we'll guess Friday we'll morning. See. Friday morning. Friday yeah. morning. I'm the, yeah. If I'm a betting man, he's he stays put. He's yes, I think anyway. too. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, let's check in then. Yeah, I'm excited for our next next step. Should be a lot of stuff. Yes, our free agency opener, <laughs> so, Recap, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, until then. You've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here as always with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. Until that special, till next week. Peace.